Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator, and this is episode 55, Strengthening the Week. Guys, welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss uh, this journey in life that we go through each and every day and how we grow closer uh, on our walk with the Lord using the Three Pillars of Fitness, uh, physical, mental, and spiritual. Uh, today, we're going to be doing more of kind of a a mental leadership focus. We're going to be talking about um, how you strengthen weak people in the world and help them get, uh, kind of activate their fullest potential. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, if you like this podcast, if you're watching this on YouTube or Rumble, please uh, give us a like, thumbs up, drop a comment, share this to the world. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, so on and forth, so forth please uh, subscribe to the uh, to the podcast. So we can get kind of boosted up in the ratings. Leave us a rating and review. I appreciate all my friends and family who have left the comments, left the reviews. I really supported this uh, this journey. It's been a been a blast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, shout out to all the international listeners. You guys are freaking awesome. Um, let me know where you guys are from. I see kind of countries, but and uh, it kind of lets me get down into some of the analytics. But uh, let me know where you guys are from. I appreciate you guys tuning in uh, every week. Before we get kicked off, I'm going to start with a uh, quick word of prayer, and then we're going to jump right into it, all right? So, Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the many blessings you give us each and every day, Lord. Thank you for being our divine source of strength uh, in this world that can constantly chip away and, and cause us to be weak. Lord, thank you for giving us a path, giving us a guiding light in the darkness uh, that we could just navigate the, the stormy waters and the stormy uh, paths that we walk every day, Lord. Lord, I ask that you give me the words to say, give people listening the eyes to see, ears to hear, and the heart to receive anything that can edify them and grow them closer uh, to you, Lord. Lord, I ask all this in your most heavenly name. Amen. All right, strengthening the weak. There's a quote I shared this morning uh, from Abraham Lincoln. Shout out to Zebby uh, for, uh, for dropping that the other day. It, it was a clutch call. It kind of uh, sparked something in my head uh, this week. Uh, the quote was from Abraham Lincoln, and it's it's very simple. It's you cannot strengthen the weak by weakening the strong. And this is a this is a very profound statement, even though it's it's very short, right? Um, very pro profound statement. If you talk about small unit leadership, just a real anecdotal story. When I was in the Marine Corps uh, as a as a team leader, squad leader, one of the first things you do when you get your new team or your new squad is you go out and you PT. Physically train them um, just to kind of gauge where everybody's at physically because in the military and in life in general, but specifically in the military, a peak physical performance is the goal because if your body is physically ready and capable to handle all the stressors that you're going to endure uh, throughout your career, if you can handle it physically, then all you have to do is worry about the mental, right? So you always go out and you always call it a test run, it's just like your test driving a car, right? You go out there. And you take them on just like just a, a, a average, moderate kind of pace run, three to five miles, let's just say. And, and everybody's different. But this is just something I think is uh, um, applicable because this is what I did. And you see who your strong runners are. You see who your weak runners are. And for a time, you have to build up the weak runner. So you might have to run at a slower pace. 
so they can keep up, feel that sense of camaraderie, feel that sense of teamwork. Everybody's behind them. But eventually, you got to pick up the pace because you will shortchange your strong runners. Because even though they might be strong runners, they might be strong runners because you tell them just to run fast. Maybe they're not running and pushing themselves on their own. Does that make sense? So if you've got a weak runner, you've got a weak Marine, if you are constantly catering to his weakness, you are you're taking away from the strength that you could potentially have in your team or your squad. And this applies to, you can, you can apply, that's a kind of a micro level. You can apply this to the macro uh, at the end of the day. But how do you overcome this? You have to, A, as a leader, understand how to uh, in, uh, assess each person individually, work with them individually, see who's a self-motivator. Hey, this guy uh, up here, he runs fast, he works hard. Uh, I don't have to spend as much time on him, him physically because I know he can do it. I know he's working outside of, you know, PT hours to better himself. Uh, so now I can focus on uh, on spinning him up more on doctrine because ultimately maybe this person will end up taking my place. Um, not to say that somebody on the, on the other end of the spectrum couldn't take your place, but you got to do a little bit more work with them. But again, if you're constantly catering to... Uh, the weak person. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to run as fast today because this person can't keep up. This person thinks that, oh man, I'm, I'm just bringing the whole team down, blah, 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 blah. So I always have to be on their level so that they feel, feel better. Well, feelings, you have to toss them out the window from time to time. All right. You have to push that person, make them feel a little bit uncomfortable, make them uncomfortable or make them comfortable being uncomfortable. That way they can push themselves and realize that their body will push them a lot farther, uh, if you get their mind in the right place, sometimes you gotta um, you gotta push people on a on a mental level while they're to kind of make them forget the physical stuff. And this is I'm, I'm speaking probably a lot to, to people in the in the military, but I think you can extrapolate this into civilian terms too. And we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but how do you how do you over how do you overcome this? this kind of weak mentality. Maybe the person who's not a very good PT, or maybe they're real smart. Maybe they know, understand the doctrine. Maybe they understand stuff like that. Or maybe, uh, you know, that, that find something that they're interested in. As you're running, as you're training, as you're hiking, whatever you're doing in the, in the Marine Corps, check their knowledge as you're going too. So not only are they having to run, but now they got to think about, uh, you know, specific questions. What's the max effective range of this? What's, you know, What's enfilade fire? What's deflate fire? How do you, you know, what's the proper dimensions of a fighting position? What is, you know, you know, assault position, attack position? What are all these things you can, you can, you can quiz them on as you're running, right? So that way they're, they're thinking more about it and then they forget that they're, they're, they're running, right? So you're checking the mental. And maybe that person who's a real fast runner has not got a clue about doc. So again, you've got to figure out how to get everybody on the same page because that's how you strengthen your unit. How do we do this in the civilian sector? It's the same exact way. From a national level down to your individual, you know, workplace or your family. Yes, you have to identify people who are strong and people who are weak. This whole equality thing doesn't exist. Everybody's got maybe you give everybody an equal opportunity. You give everybody different resources and things to get them to, to, to help them succeed. But people are just built different you got some people who are 
stronger, some people who are smarter. You got some people who are pretty good at in between. You got some people who have street smart. You have some people who have book smart. You have some people who can run really fast. You have some people who can who can lift heavy, but not everybody is on the same page. You got people who can shoot better. You got people who can recite poetry better. There's everybody is different. Everybody's unique. Everybody's individual. Nobody's not the same. This guy can lay on his back and paint the Sistine Chapel. And this guy can actually the guy who built the daggone thing. We're all built different. You can't expect everybody in society to be good at everything all the time. It's just not how society's built. Basic skills. Yes. Everybody should have some semblance of basic skills. And that's what we can teach. And that's what we can do as leaders in our communities and our families and things like that. You know, how to cook, how to hunt, things like uh, like this. Go fish and skin a, skin a deer. Uh, all these different things in case things go south. But if, if <laughs> gardening, right? <laughs> Anything like that. Basic things people should be pretty, at least have some semblance of, of knowledge on, right? But not everybody can be, no, but not everybody can excel at all these things. People may have still a basic knowledge, but some people are going to take that knowledge and they're going to excel at it because they apply themselves to it. But again, if you're constantly catering to somebody, uh, especially in like a military, if you're constantly catering to that weak person, if you're constantly catering to people who are, are whining about things not being fair and all, all that stuff, you take away from your strong people because you're not focusing on enhancing their abilities either. And eventually, eventually, if there is nothing you can do for that weak person, you got you got to move on and keep developing the, the strong people. Get them out of the unit, get them out of your life, whatever you got to do. Um, it, and it, that's very rare a case. There's there's it's a very rare case. You have somebody who is so physically uh, weak in the, in the military that you have to you have to just get rid of them because they're a problem. Super super rare. In my experience, anyways, in the civilian world, again, you're not pushing yourself to these stressful limits and things like that all the time. Um, I think it's still very rare in the civilian world that you have to completely cut somebody out because they are just they're they're a lost cause. I don't think anybody's you know so lost. Are there cases? Sure. And do you have to make that decision sometimes? Sure. If you're an employer at a, at a job and you've been working with somebody, working with somebody, working with somebody. And it's affecting your performance because you can't get your stuff done because you've got to focus on this person who can't get their act together. Eventually, you got to trim the fat and get rid of them. Hey, man, look, I gave you everything I could. I gave you every tool I could, and you were not doing what I was instructing you to do. I was not. You were not using these skills that I was giving you. You are literally the the fit's not right. You you got to go. You got to find somewhere else. And you have to make these decisions as 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 leaders. And if you're that person. On the flip side, if you are that person who is that leadership challenge, you know, you've got a couple options there too. Can you really internalize it and make yourself better? Or do you just accept yourself as, as you know, somebody who can't be helped and you just drift away into nothingness? I don't, I don't know. I've never, I've, I have never been on that, that, uh, that side of the spectrum. I'd like to think I'm a pretty coachable, very teachable person. Um, not putting myself on a high horse, but that's just that's just how I am. I think there's a lot more people in the world who are very coachable. They just have to be told that they're coachable. They have to have some kind of positive reinforcement because to a lot, sometimes uh, uh, leaders will 
you know, you're constantly going after somebody, constantly trying to get them to, you know, be the best that they could be and blah, 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 blah. And, you're, and it's maybe it's, an, it's, it's negative reinforcement all the time. Maybe sometimes you have to go through and, and give them some positivity. Hey, man, I have noticed that you've done this, this, and this well. Keep doing this, this, and this. Here's where you're a little deficient. Let's work on this for the next month or something to that effect. And nobody's ever told them that. Everybody's always focused on, well, you're terrible at this, this, and this, and this. Figure it out. Like, if they don't have any tools, resources, or strategies to make themselves better, then that's a, that's a kind of a sign of poor leadership. Um, so you ha you have to you have to get in there and find a way to again strengthen your weakest links without diminishing your strong people. That's how society crumbles. Again, if we're going to talk macro level, if you're <laughs> we see this, I think a lot. There's a very small population of people that are just crying about things all the time when they could if they put as much energy as they were into crying and doing saying. If they would put that same energy into bettering themselves, bettering their communities, instead of worrying about, you know, X, Y, and Z social justice issue. Again, very, very small pockets of these things all over the place. But the media we see blows these things up into, you know, it's everywhere. Everybody's talking about it, blah, blah. It's, it's like four people in like six states that are really, you know, making this big buzz and everybody else just wants to be left alone and go to work, <laughs> go to work pay their taxes and go home to their family, right? That's what most people want to do. In in my experience, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. But there are people who are, if you constantly cater to those people, not detracting from their humanity, if they have issues, they are allowed to air them, they're allowed to air their grievances. But at the end of the day, it's going to be very, very difficult for 1% of the population to change thousands of years of human civilization and raising children, families, societal um, foundations and things like that. It's going to be very difficult for them to, to do that and then be successful if they get their way. Does that make sense? You know, without getting too political, right? You, you, you can't cater to the people who are constantly crying about stuff, not creating things, not being productive, because if they get into some kind of power, then you've got a whole society of people who are not productive and they're not creating things. And then, then where are you at? Society have to have strong people who are producing, who are giving back, who are contributing and not worried about some of these issues. In the, in the military, if you're worried about some of these issues that you, that you find and not worried about fighting, winning wars and fighting and winning battles, you're focused on all this other stuff on PowerPoints and not being out in the field and honing your tactics, it weakens your entire organization. Apply that to your workplace, apply that to the, to the country. The country's not focused on balancing the, uh, the checkbook, keeping people employed, keeping costs of, uh, of, of commodities down. You're going to you see things start to crumble. You're worried about appeasing every single person, all these weak people who are always just asking for something, some some free handout. You're going to start seeing things crumble and it's going to start crumbling fast. Again, not to get too political, but just take a look around the world we're in right now. I don't think I need to say anything more about that. Left, right, or center, you can look around right now and say it's not as good as it could be. And why is it? A lot of it has to do with appeasement. A lot of it has to do, and that's, again, you know, weakening, weakening the strong people and, and not strengthening 
your weak, weak people. If you can strengthen people, empower them, give them something to do, give them something to create, give them something to contribute without, um, without caving to some of these social pressures and show people that, yes, man, you have value. I don't care what you identify as. You have value because you are good at this. You're a heck of a, of a, of an artist. You're a heck of a athlete. You're a heck of a Marine, whatever. This is what you're really good at. This is what you produce. This is the, the end state. You are awesome. Keep being awesome. And then finally to wrap it up, if you can establish people, a true identity in Christ, strengthen them because the Lord gives us strength. Show them where their true strength comes from, where their abilities come from, how they can be the best that they can possibly be by being like Christ, being humble, producing, helping others, healing others, teaching others, being respectful, but calling out the bad stuff, flipping tables if you have to because the stuff is wrong. If you can... Firmly plant somebody's identity in the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe. If you can strengthen weak people and take your strong people and keep them strong because you strengthen their faith every single day. You give them the tools to continue being strong, mighty warriors for the Lord. Think about how much better everything would be. You've got, you've got to keep strong people in strong positions, whether it's as small as your family, guys, you got to be the strong head of your household and your job and your, in the, in the country, people have to be strong. They can't cave to the weakness. We'll be much better after that. All right. Guys, that's all I got for today. Um, I appreciate you all tuning in. Stay strong. Bring the weak people and bring out their fullest potential. That's your job as a leader from whatever whatever position you find yourself in life. If you can strengthen the weak people, even one person, and give them the resources to make somebody else stronger too, it's a ripple effect. Make it happen. All right? Man. This stuff's fun, right? I appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, this is the Three Pillars Podcast. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed today's discussion. Uh, thank you all, each, each and every one of you, for tuning in. We're going to end up with a quick word of prayer, and then I'll kick you guys out for a phenomenal weekend, all right? So, Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for blessing us with this gift of life, this journey that you put us on, the ability to turn our weakness into strength, through you, Lord, for through you, we can do all things because you give us strength. You have overcome the world. You've got everything we need. You provide us everything that we need to continue to be strong or to confide in you when we are weak in order to make us strong. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, I ask that you bless anyone tuning into this with just awesome power and strength. Help them develop their weaknesses and turn them into strength. Help them develop 
other people's weaknesses and turn them into strength because you, we are truly and utterly devoted to you, Lord. Lord, reveal yourself to people who don't even know you through us and by our example, Lord. Help us to be strong each and every day, strong in our faith, strong in our, our mental capacity, strong in our physical capacities every day to the glory of you, Lord. I ask this in your most heavenly name. Amen. Guys, thank you again for tuning in. This is a Three Pillars podcast. We'll see you next week. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. If you've got anything you want to talk about in the future, let me know in the comments. I love you all. Tobinator, out.